0: Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hi, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full episodes are released every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit, which is audio taken from one of the live videos on my social channels. This one is from the Instagram lives that I do every Friday with ex-GB athlete, fellow coach, and my friend, Joe Wilkinson. To follow us both on Instagram, just search for Running with Jake and Running Joe 10K. Let's get into it. Good afternoon all, It's is Jake Lowe here from Running With Jake, the podcast. I hope you're very well on this grey Friday afternoon. Welcome again for another live video, a chat around. This time the topic is reviewing your race. Not my race, definitely not my race uh, for the Manchester Marathon on Sunday. Re- reviewing your race, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the kind of things that I think And my very good friend, running coach, Joe Wilkinson, also thinks are good things to kind of look at and reflect on. We've spoken about this subject before, actually, specifically towards training, kind of reviewing your training periodically, which I think is really important. But today we want to talk specifically about reflecting on your race and really the positives. Obviously, we know there's going to be some negatives or some little things that you want to change, but we're really going to focus on the positives today. It's going to be a positive live. So Running Joe 10K sent a request to be in your live video. Did you really, Joe? Did you really? Well, I'm going to view the request. I'm going to let you in. I'm still here. I'm still here. Are you going to join me? Is the internet-
1: (laughs) Hey, come on, Manchester.
0: You really? you really love. you really. And next time, you need to write it the other way around in mirror image. Yeah, yeah. I was only writing
1: that at uh, 12.29, so you're lucky i got all the letters on there.
0: I love it. I, I don't know whether this is... Oh, it's not if you did show up. It's a bit of payback, is it? A bit of payback? You were feeling a bit nervous last week, all you London oh. marathoners, and now it's our turn. It's our turn, God damn it. I know, I know. Look, I'm so excited. I'm so
1: busy writing my um, thing, I've forgotten to put my earpods in, so
0: <laughs> You're supposed to be the one who's hysterical. Hi, hello. I can hear you now. Hello. Oh, <laughs> that's much better. That's much better, loud and clear. We did have a few issues, issues last week, actually, with the signal, so hopefully, guys, we won't have any of those issues today. We're going to jump straight into an interesting topic. Reviewing your race, which is very important. We're going to stay, we always do, Joe, don't we, on these lives, but we're going to stay pretty positive today and talk Definitely. about kind of the real the real good stuff um, and what you can kind of gain from reviewing your race. Do, do you want to kick things off, Joe? Or do you want me to jump in? Do you want, do you want to go for it? What I'll do you go want to throw it, shall into I? the mix?
1: What do I throw the into the mix? stage is right. yours.
0: Oh, wow. Um, I'm
1: trying to find my notes now. I nearly threw them on the floor with my banner. <laughs> Nothing like props, eh? <laughs> um I think reviewing your race is something really important, but you do not do it that evening or the next day. So if you finish London, probably about now is when you want to review your race, not when you are in this aftermath of emotion, be it good or bad, because whatever your immediate review is, it might well be quite different by the time you get to now. So that's always my first point. Don't do it straight away. It's something to be done on calm reflection after a period yeah, of time. Can,
0: can I just add to that, Joe? straight away? Let's go for it today. It, I need to be calm, though, don't I? I need to just settle down and not burn too much energy. <laughs> I'd struggle with that bit. i struggle with it. It's all this bloody eating. I feel, like, so ready and charged. I completely agree with that. That's a great point to kick us off with. And, you know, what are the benefits to that? Well, really, you want to take the emotion out of things, don't you? You know, when you finish a finish your race, you're pretty emotionally charged. And, you know, you... you I don't know. You might be elated, usually, if it's associated with a time and a PB or something like that. But you also might be, feel a bit deflated, a bit exhausted, all those things. So like you're saying, Joe, just give it a bit of time, man. Don't sort of jump straight in. Or if you can't help but kind of look back at your race immediately, because it is difficult as well. Don't think about the race. Don't think about a blue penguin. But if you do find that difficult, just make sure that you revisit it. You know, like Joe's saying, so in a few days when things have just calmed down a little bit. I think that's really good, actually, Joe. I think that's really helpful. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think you've got to be realistic because I'm not going to lie. I spent six hours hanging around in London afterwards. It was amazing. Um, So you guys are going to have such a brilliant time in Manchester in the same way. And all you do is talk about your race, their race, everybody's race. That's not reviewing your race. That's just riding the buzz and the wave, which is important as well. You know, that whole kind of post-race thing is really important. Um, but we're talking about calm, considered reflection, aren't we? We're calm and considered, aren't we, Jake? I mean, you're a bag of nerves but
0: <laughs> Always, though. That's got nothing to do with Manchester. That's just the way I'm wired.
1: Mm. I think I've got to have a cup of tea as well because my throat is killing me because I've also
0: got post-marathon. Yeah. <laughs> It's not, is it? It's not it's not Oh it's not that.
1: No, no. I had a test. Definitely all negative, still negative, good. still immortal good. as far as that's concerned. But yeah. Um I was gonna say as well, I think, you know, reviewing to me is more than just saying, Oh, that's a good race or that's a bad race. I would say avoid sweeping generalizations. We're actually looking at all of the aspects of your race. And so I send my runners, um, quite a detailed checklist to kind of go through and think about Um, and I also have this big thing around the difference between excuses and reasons okay and I think that's always again one of the critical starting points so excuses kind of takes away the responsibility from us so it was windy or the train was there there's all these things that you can't control well we don't learn much from that because we can't control them next time can we but reasons is, well, actually, it was very windy and therefore I got quite negative when I was running into the wind or I think I pushed too hard when I was running into the wind or actually the wind pushed me along and I ran had an amazing race. So understanding reasons, not excuses, I think that's a good frame of mind to put yourself in as well. Um, I don't know if that's kind of, you, you know, you, you as a coach must be very familiar, Jake, with
0: that whole thing when your runners give you lots of excuses and you think, ah, that's not helpful. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's things you can't control. You know, like we talk about in the lead up to a race, it's easy to kind of have those in your mind, like the weather. You know, I'm I'm a sucker for that. I'm checking the weather and stuff like that, different reports. But there's, there's things that are definitely out of your control. So I always think it's helpful to be aware of them. You can't not be aware of them, but don't focus in on them. Focus on the things that were in your control, because that's what we're talking about here. You know, we're, we're trying to put a positive spin on things here and yes some things may need a little bit of reframing and you may need to learn from the experience you had in your race so that you can help yourself in the future that's that's really good but what you're trying to do is look at what you did well and kind of applaud mm. yourself acknowledge yourself you know give yourself a pat on the back because that's deserved isn't it you know let's be honest so we're not all trying to be squeaky clean super nicey nice here but <laughs> It, we choose to do this, don't we? We choose to do these races and things. And, and obviously lots of marathons at the moment stuff. So, and it's a big deal. Um, and it's a tall order often that we ask of ourselves. We sat ourselves. So I do think, yeah, not focusing on those things that you can't control, you know, and, and in amongst that is that those kind of excuses and stuff. Let's be really honest, brutally honest. And I also think as Ojo, well, people will have their, probably their go-tos in terms of people in their network that they can be brutally honest with. Do you know what I mean? Once that emotion settled down, and they can reflect and review logically and go. Well, actually, do you know what? This, this, or this. And they'll either tell you as the coach, or they'll tell their friend if they've not got a coach, or whoever it might be. Even the conversation they have with themselves. I do think it's important to be really honest. Otherwise, you can't move forward as well. Yeah, you know, and that's important.
1: I say honest and objective, but positive. You know, don't just pull together a list of all of the things you did wrong. Because that's a really depressing way to go about reviewing a race. And again, that's not necessarily going to help you move forward. And the whole reason we review it is to try and make it better next time. So honesty, definitely. And and that's why you need this time gap between finishing and reflecting back on it. Um, but objectivity. So, you know, ask yourself sometimes if if actually this was my friend or somebody else I know telling me about their race, what would I think about it? rather than and then you're kind of all, almost taking the emotion out of it as well if you can sort of see if, it, if somebody else were presenting that scenario to you what would be your honest view about how that went um and i think that content sometimes helps to say not view it as your own race but view it as perhaps some information about a race that you're being given um, and then positive you know comes back to what we're saying it's just it's about looking at what was good and i say particularly what was good in a bad run. so if you think that was a bad one And, you know, I had some in London, I was really fortunate to have some runners that just ran amazing PBs, absolutely fantastic. I was so delighted. And then one or two that just felt they fell below expectations. And we actually sat down and went over some of the race and said, actually, there were some really good bits of this race. You know, there were some things that worked really well. So we don't just say, right, that was terrible. Let's forget about it. Actually, let's unpick what did go well. So those early, you know, the warm up went really well. Your pre-race breakfast went really well up to this point, you know, your pacing was going well. And then we were able to look at what, what were those things that then, you know, came into a cycle of something else leading to something else, leading to something else, that whole kind of chain reaction of when things sometimes spiral downhill. And again, looking at, you know, they're learning the lessons from that. So is there something next time I can do that hopefully is going to break that chain? Because, you know, <clears throat> sometimes you do again have control over how you respond to things. To, to a degree. So, you know, there could be things that you learn from that that say, well, actually, now when I look back, I can see these small individual aspects of my race might have contributed one on top of the other to how it ended up. But up until this point, things were really good. And now I can also see that maybe if I do this at this point, if that happens, then next time I'll, I'll actually carry on and it'll be a much better experience. So it's really unpicking it to it to sort of that degree and saying, like I say, picking out the good from what you think was a bad run and i think again that goes back to not making excuses but understanding the reasons and you can do something about reasons you can do something about how you respond if you just make an excuse it's beyond your control and you can't do anything from it so i think that's really important sometimes that's something i really like to go over with people um like i say when they've had that not such a good experience overall is there a sort of Technique that you find helpful.
0: Well, you mentioned chain reaction there, and, and the kind of a sequence of events, and it is almost kind of nipping the catalyst in the bud. So the catalyst catalyst doesn't appear as you know rear its ugly head. And you, you know, you can. It's all about that in race management and how you respond to certain things and situations, as you mentioned. But you, that is definitely a skill, and it takes time to to learn that and know how to adapt. But in the first place, you've got to be really honest with yourself, which is exactly what we're saying here. You know, be honest. It's okay. It's fine. If certain things you could have done better and you were in control of those, that's fine. If you're not honest, it makes it really hard then to kind of use the information. It makes the experience almost null and void, not as a memory that you've created and etched in time, of course. But if you want to use the experience to learn from it, you can know, you only learn from it if you're really honest. And you mentioned scenario um, there. And I think that's kind of that's really interesting because, you know, when when we look at kind of races and I, th- I think for many of us in the, the immediate aftermath we probably have like a sequence of kind of thought process of time right what's the time first of all I'm happy or not. <laughs> no, really quite black and white <laughs> isn't it was it good was it bad no I'm never doing another one again but when you take the emotion out of it I think you're able to look at things a little bit more logically And it's important to get into the micro detail, I believe, because there will be positives, even if those races don't go to plan. You said you had a couple of runners that, you know, that they underperformed. That's real life, isn't it? You know, bottom line is Olympic athletes will have those races where they feel they didn't perform and whatnot. So it's how you respond and bounce back to that. But there will be on a micro level things that you dealt with well. It could be the fact that you didn't throw water over yourself at every single water stop. (laughs) You only threw water over yourself in three of them. But the other three, you're absolutely fine. It could be the way that you overtook people. You were very careful rather than going darting past, you know. You, you, maybe you were really proud of yourself with how you managed those first initial stages in a race. Because we know that's difficult, right? You just get caught up and you just, you, before you know it, you're off and going at a pace you shouldn't be at so get into the micro detail and and you mentioned scenario about take yourself getting to the point i was going to make about out out of take yourself out of the situation look at yourself inwardly you know objectively that's actually i think a real skill and it's the more you practice it the better you'll get and it's hard which is why it's useful to get a second opinion talk to other people and the beauty of that more than one person i would say as well the beauty of that is they're naturally not as invested emotionally if it's a coach you're working with they will have a certain emotional attachment because they really care but we can separate and we can look at things objectively and help people can help you to see what you can't see and even people that perhaps have less running experience than you because they almost have like a naivety you know so let me get this straight you ran 26.2 miles in london at the weekend You chose to do this and you did it and you got the medal, you know, so they can look at things that perhaps you perhaps didn't, you just take for granted and you didn't really acknowledge yourself for. So I definitely think looking at the micro detail, getting that second opinion, trying to give yourself the awareness. Do you think there's specific areas to kind of cover in terms of reflection and review, reviewing Joe, you know, kind of breaking down, I suppose the whole weekend rather than just perhaps race day (laughs) or within the race. How do
1: you do that? So do you want my checklist? (laughs) Here's yeah, my, I'm, I'm yeah, going to yeah, give it yeah, to yeah, you go. now. Whether you want it or not, you've got it. Right. Mm-hmm. So these are the points I covered. Pre-race training. You know, look back at your training block and, and look at some of the sessions. What? And I would say, what do the, we, we look on a positive and a negative. So, you know, it's easy to look back and say, I missed this, I missed this and missed that. That is important to know because that gives you an accurate assessment. But you can't change that. You just need to know it. Um, but then also look at what were the sessions that you think really actually contributed? What were the sessions that you felt you ran really well? And that built real confidence or were real markers along the way that that, you know, you were heading towards where you wanted to be or perhaps even heading towards where you ended up, even if that's not where you wanted to be. So look back at your training. That's the starting point. Then I say look back at your taper week. What did you do that week? We we we've had one of our chats around tapers um, and it's a funny old period because, it, it, you know, I think, again, there's that cliche, but a lot of truth in cliches that you can break it in the taper you can't necessarily make, you can't make more fitness, but you can definitely, you know, overdo it, things like that. And I think sometimes an honest reflection on, did I really have the best last two weeks or last week, whatever it might be that I could have had? And and why might that be? And sometimes I think particularly right now, you know, we have to place this in the real world. I think with things like COVID and stuff like that, you know, there's been, again, I know some of my runners you've got, and I myself had, a house full of people who tested positive, you know, things like you can't control, but other things perhaps you can. Perhaps you just, you know, you went and did too much in that week or perhaps you actually think that you didn't do enough. So look back at that particular week. Then I say look back at nutrition. So what did you you have to eat that week? What did you have to eat and drink? Breakfast before the race and then obviously race nutrition itself. How did that go? Did it go as you expected? Did you have unexpected things like cramps or... or stomach problems you know do you have everything that you plan to have so really kind of pick out because i think nutrition is one of the real key things for me that sort of makes or breaks it so have a look at that um managing nerves and confidence you know how do you feel you dealt with that in that run up to the week before the race and then also during the race itself what was that whole kind of mental dialogue that was going on inside was that a kind of positive one that was helping you um Practical things like warm up. You know, did you warm up? Did you feel you did enough? Did you feel that you, you felt in the right place when you started? Um, pacing. You know I'm going to mention pacing.
0: Inevitably. No, that's not important. No. Pacing's relevant. Whatever. When you talk um, about important stuff on our lives on a Friday, <laughs> bloody pacing, it means nothing.
1: Oh, do you know, London, it was just, oh, London's a terrible one to get the pacing right in the start. Just the euphoria of the whole thing. But anyway, enough about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, pacing, you know, be, real, be honest about your pacing. Look at it as you went through. You know, were you brought where you should have been? Were you ahead with that time in the bank? Did that really work for you at the end?
0: Um, and in sections as well, I guess. Sorry, yeah. to, you know, not just pacing as a whole, although you can review that. But actually, it might not have been brilliant overall, but there were certain parts of the race where you pace yourself really well. You know, yeah. and you're really sort of dialing into effort and stuff and matching the effort with the pace and pace with the effort. So give yourself credit for that. Definitely yeah,
1: absolutely. At. And I say, you know, did you feel good at the start? Did you have a strong, you know, did you feel good in the middle? Did you actually come round to those last few miles and think, actually, I'm OK here. I'm going to make this. I'm tired. I'm, you know, so pick out some really good bits, as you say, along throughout the whole race itself, you know, really get down into that detail. And then I say. What, you know, again, this whole thing about learning from it, what did you do? Or what, you you know, what was your thoughts that were in your mind that made all those things good? You know, what pick out some of the you know, really kind of get into that detail of what was it that I did? And therefore, I can do that again. And I say in some ways, that's almost more important when you've had a real absolutely amazing race, because the tendency then is also to make the sweeping generalization that it was amazing. I did a PB by five minutes. Everything was perfect. No, it probably wasn't. There was probably some bad stuff in there as well. But also, let's take credit for the good stuff. And repeat it next time because that's what we want to do isn't it repeat what was good that we could control so that next time we could do it even better
0: it's yeah it's always it's <laughs> always easy to get caught up in the emotion if if you like you say you get a personal best and you are you're on cloud nine and so you bloody should be it's just amazing isn't it you know when you, you everything goes to plan for you but actually really did everything go to plan or was that just the outcome of the race? Meaning, was it the perfect race? Probably not. There's always areas and room for improvement. So just knowing that and still going through the process of reflecting on your race rather than thinking, well, it's amazing. I sat, you know, for four years, I attempted this time. I got the time. Great. Cool. You're probably going to have other goals in the future. So let's use that great experience to learn from, you know. And, and if it perhaps didn't go so well, I'm talking time here. Maybe you missed out on a time that you were targeting or a finished position or whatever it might be. I think a real great question, Joe, is to ask yourself, is that result, that race outcome, is that a true reflection of where I am at the moment? Does that reflect my fitness? Does that reflect my mental strength? Does that reflect my race management skills? All those different things we're talking about, is that, does that, is that reflective? And it may or may not be. And I think ask, asking yourself that question and, and linking, you, know, you mentioned there in your checklist about well, what, what led up to this 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 race, you know, the tapering week and the training, connect the two because they're not like separate things. One leads <laughs> to the, the other. You're training to get the payoff. The icing on the cake is the is really the, the race, isn't it? And you want a good outcome. So really connect the two and try and, you, you're trying to tell a story, build a picture. And it's, it's, you can't get it bang on right. You know, it's like anything, isn't it? You, you've got to assess and review and look at it and there'll be different opinions and different thoughts, but that makes it quite exciting. But don't bury your head in the sand and kind of ignore it Um, because you will be able to acknowledge yourself and you feel great from the race and you'll learn from it as well. I think that's that's definitely an important thing. I I also think, Joe, as well, writing it down, whether that's electronically, if that's what works for you, or on on a bit of paper, you know, a training log. And it's funny because I think it's important, like you are saying, to do it, like give yourself some space rather than crossing the line and then reflecting on the race, reviewing it. But also you kind of don't want to leave it too long so it's still fresh in your mind. You want to remember the detail (laughs) and the timings. (laughs) Some stuff that you write down, you can do before you actually get to the race start. So we're talking about tapering here, Joe, and we're incorporating that in reviewing other race. Well, you've got that information before you're even lining up on the start line. And even if the race doesn't go to plan, you've already picked up on some positives or you've written those things down that you can use for the future. So definitely log it and try and be really accurate. You know, sometimes I've said this before, Joe, sometimes I think there's a bit of a problem with like watches recording everything because sometimes we can think, well, the watches recorded everything. Well, it hasn't recorded all the emotions and feelings and whatnot and plans. But in terms of data and timings and all that, unless you look at it, it means nothing. It may as well record nothing. You need to look at it and use it, and, and maybe record it in a few different places as well. So you might do a copy and paste on Garmin or Strava or Training Peaks, or and then write it in a book as well. You want? Yeah. You want to so I mean,
1: you know, it's almost like as always, we get onto a topic that could be a whole other topic in itself. I totally agree. You need to record how you felt about training rather than just the pure data itself and so when i'm looking back at and um, reviewing before you know the runners i coach start their marathon i look at the broad numbers and then i actually click on each session and see. well what did you say about that session because sometimes it's easy to look at the numbers and think yeah do you know that was an absolute flyer no, it, down. it felt yeah. terrible <laughs> and that gives you much more nuance to it and um, the other thing i wanted to say about you know the training it is really important to Give yourself credit for the performance that you did based on the training that you did, but also accept that your training happened in the context of your life. Yeah, we would all love to be full time athletes, wouldn't we? But we're not. We have jobs, families, you know, and all the rest of it. So I think the other thing we often do is say, well, do you know what, next time I'm going to do 50 miles every week and all this and this and then I'm going to do that. Well, maybe that w- that's going to be great. Maybe you could do that. And maybe your race review will show that that might help. But does that is that going to fit in your life? Why didn't you do 50 miles a week for this marathon? Well, you didn't because you had work, because you had family, because you were tired, because you got ill. You know, so don't suddenly make grand plans that are unrealistic. Look back at what, what you did leading up to this race and, and think, well, what, you know, what what kind of changes can i make that are realistic within the context and the life that i do all my running because obviously running is the most important thing in our whole lives but every now and then of we have to think about work and family and stuff like that it's so annoying only
0: on only on a leap year other than that sod it just run run man just run now i, I think it's a great point joe and it's very easy i think to think best case when you're starting out on a journey or well, you know if somebody you want to especially if you're working with a coach like somebody can almost impress you or they want to say the right things or you know this kind of stuff and they're probably formulating the plan in their mind i'm going to run five times a week and then it's probably best case scenario you know most of us think like that and why not because that's positive isn't it you're not going to be doom and gloom and think oh i'm probably only going to be able to run twice a week you think positively but sometimes that can also fall into the realms of unrealistic so be mindful of that when reviewing your race factor in which is what you're saying joe how did the training go were you able to commit to that or not? You know, where are you based on the training and the outcome? You've got to look at the two. Is there, a, is there a big difference? And what were you in control of and what were you not in control of? I do think that's important, mm-hmm. isn't
1: it? yeah. yeah. So, one of the uh, we had a bit of a debate this week, didn't we? It was a slightly um, hysterical debate. There's more and more of our interactions throughout the week are getting hysterical. We will hopefully be back to our normal, sane selves after these marathons are done. But um, you'll have to bear with us. But anyway,
0: <laughs> never going <like> to happen. Said, <laughs> never going to happen.
1: I wanted this to be really upbeat and I wanted to call it celebrating success. And you said, what are we going to do? Just have a party for half an hour, which seemed like a marvelous idea. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start me laughing again because you told me I wasn't allowed to laugh for half an hour either.
0: No, you were a bit mad with the laughter <laughs> on the messages. I'm, I, I now have to hold the phone away from my ear. Oh my god! But I think we've been very positive today, Joe. Yeah, and but, no, but what I
1: was going to say was, you know, just take the time to, even if you had, if you had the most amazing race, it's probably easy to. If you don't think you had the most amazing race, just as you say, celebrate the success of what you achieved because a marathon is not an easy thing. To run on the day and it's certainly not an easy thing to train for and do you know what you got through all of that training the the inevitable setbacks that you had you know the nerves the anxiety the whole thing on the day delivering it you got there you got to the start you ran the race you finished and you got a medal and you deserve it so celebrate that achievement in itself
0: i, I got a bit emotional then i thought you were talking <laughs> Like just to (laughs) me then, Joe. And then then I suddenly had this realisation, hang on, I've got the bloody money, it's on Sunday, well, a couple of days. No, but
1: you're going Uh, to, you're going to. It's going to happen. nothing that can stop you between now and then. It's going to happen.
0: I think it's worth mentioning as well, you know, we we said this before on one of the lives, and I know we see eye to eye on this, that the marathon is such a big distance, and if you really want to target it and do really well in it, by the definition of what it is, 26.2 miles, there isn't another one around the corner. You know, you, you might train for two at best in the year and for most people probably only one if they really want to target it and give it everything. So it, it naturally has a little bit more, I suppose, importance or significance in our own mind. So that with that can come a bit of pressure and things. So this is why I think it's even more important to review the race and pick out the positives, c- celebrate the successes, which is what you're saying, Joe. Because it might be a while before another one comes back around again and you don't want to be put off by it. You know, what are the positives? So you being positive about your race and looking at those bits, but it's going to give you confidence. That's a massive thing, isn't it? It's not going to put you off. You're going to be back out there again. You're going to want to run and improve in the future. And just one last thing I want to mention, Joe, for I'll see if there's anything else you want to add before we wrap up. So we've said that being objective is important and taking yourself out of the situation. Sometimes, you know, just talking to other people, as we have mentioned can be so helpful, not because of what they say, but just for them to be a sounding board, you're a sounding board, for me joe you know i know we use each other for that not just running but you know life stuff and i think that can be so helpful because often the answers are all inside your, your own head you've just got to draw them out and if you've got mm. somebody that's just willing to listen to you so don't feel you can't be a running bore in the af- immediate <laughs> aftermath of your race sub it just speak to everybody about running and you will formulate in your mind what was positive about your race i'm Do sure, you know? I'm what? Sure. Yeah, is I anything mean, you want to add
1: I just want to say, us guys who did London, we're devastated because we actually broke the internet with our post-race celebrations. (laughs) Yes. Over to you in Manchester, yeah? If you can't break Facebook as well, then what the hell are you doing at the end of your
0: race? (laughs) I'm going to go for a PB. I'm going to go for Twitter as well. You couldn't do that, could you? I'm going to go full board. If
1: you get Twitter down as well, then I will truly, truly bow at your great great feet. Champion.
0: (laughs) champion <laughs> guys i hope you enjoyed that i hope you got something from our chat around reviewing your race it's a very important thing i will be practicing what we preach next week after the manchester american okay, we'll see get the you all there to do you some are. cheering again get the whistle Come on,
1: manchester. if you are doing manchester
0: <laughs> i will see you there enjoy it make sure you give yourself credit for what you do achieve rather than focus on what you haven't achieved and we'll be back next friday on your page joe at running joe 10k we're going to have a little chat about running again, aren't we? Why not? We can't like it. We can't like it. If you want to catch up on any zombies, things, wait, wait. catch up on the chats. <laughs> you can catch up on the chats uh, on the podcast, which is running with Jake. The podcast, which is down as a quick hit. Just find it on your podcast app on your mobile. Have a great weekend, guys. Good to speak to you, Joe. Have to a all. great
1: run, everybody, if you're still running. I need
0: to go knee. I need to go knee. That was Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hear the brand new full length podcast every Wednesday or catch up now by searching Running with Jake, the podcast.